Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Craft Beer Bucket List with your most awesomest hosts ever, Big Ray and Mike. I'm not that awesome, but Mike sure is. How you doing tonight, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I was trying to do like the, is it the cornflakes, the tiger? Great. There. Yeah, that's right. Great. That's my best impersonation. I, I, I apologize up front. <laughs> no, no, I'm doing. Good, I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, it's uh, time change. Uh, it's got me all flustered. I woke up. It was, you know, already light outside, which I'd not gotten used to. And then I left work, and by the time I got home, it was dark. This <laughs> is this is messed up. I I don't know. I've never had somebody explain the daylight savings time to me in a way that made any real good sense. So and I've heard a bunch of different explanations. None of them seem relevant now. No, absolutely not. Um, you know, I think however long ago it was they implemented that it was great, but since then we have electricity and tractors have headlights. So the excuse for farming, I, I think you're right. is not at all relevant nowadays. Well, I've also heard theories on, you know, the way they shift it, it saves electricity. And I don't know if that's true either. Uh, I have not heard about that. Yes, but I don't know. Like, I need to look this up. I'm sure. So there's a podcast I listen to called Stuff You Should Know. And um, I wonder if they've done an episode on it because they talk about that kind of stuff. So anyhow, it's got me flustered. It's got me flustered. I can understand that. I can. So do you know what helps with being flustered though, Mike? I I don't know. Drinking beer. See, I set you up for that because I I actually knew what you wanted me to say, but I'll let you say it. No, thanks, buddy. Yeah, anytime. See how nice you are? Even when flustered, you are a scholar and a gentleman. (laughs) Oh, man. I've been called a lot of things. Gentleman. Is uh, <laughs> I like it. Gentleman, yeah, sounds like a Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy, <laughs> so, you know. Uh, well, dude, so we've got three beers tonight. We're gonna share a beer. You're gonna have beer. I'm gonna have a beer, uh, and we're gonna enjoy ourselves. The first beer we have on the on the docket, so to speak, is a. Berliner Weiss from Atlanta Brewing, and we'll talk a little bit more about it here in a little bit, but we're both going to share that first. We're going to follow it up. I'm going to have a Pale L from Country Mucks Brewing um, in Subiaco, Arkansas, and then you're going to have a Heffy Weissen from um, Black Horse Brewery, and they have two locations, uh, one in Knoxville and one in Clarksville, Tennessee. So, you know, this is kind of a unique pairing. So we go from Berliner Weiss. I'm drinking a Pale Ale and you're drinking a Hefeweizen. So um, I'm, I'm interested to see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow. I think it'll be all right. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely. I'm just, it's going to be, it's a unique 
grouping. Um, you know, we always try to do something fun with our beer grouping. So, and I think we did. So I, be- I believe so. Dude, I, so can I dive right into the beer? Do it. So before I dive into the beer, this is what I want to say. This has got to be one of the most popping can arts I've seen in a while. I love it. I love it. I'm with you. You, you know, I'm a huge fan of jellyfish. And, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, what? <laughs> what? I'm so sorry. That caught me. Way, you're a huge fan of jellyfish. Yes. I did not. I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. Oh man. <laughs> okay. <It's> like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Maybe you didn't know it's a huge fan of jellyfish. <laughs> I guess um, I didn't. I just that and yeah. I just didn't expect it to be said. But all right, sure. So you yeah, like jellyfish, a, yeah. Carry on. So anytime I visit an aquarium, it's like one of the places I stop and just gawk for a while. Um they're so Oh, there's a word that just slipped right out of my brain. Flipping cool. Uh, yeah, that works too. Yeah. Uh, but I just I love to look at them. They just help me. I'm not a Zen person, but when I stop and look at these things, I feel Zen. It's like no, I get oh. you. Yeah. And uh, mean, you were talking about the can art, and uh, yeah. dude, there is a popping jellyfish on this can. Dude, dude, you know what else is popping? Oh, oh yeah. Well, let's see this. Yeah. Oh, oh you may have won that sauce. one. Yeah, you may have won that one. Oh wow. Okay. It it came through really nice. Oh, gotcha. So we'll yeah, see you, in post which one sounds better, but. Yeah. So you know what? Just I'm going to encourage the listeners. We do this every episode, but. Once you listen to this podcast, visit our Instagram page at Craft Beer Bucket List and tell us who had the best crack on the Atlanta Brewing Company's Jellyfish Berliner Weiss. And I think I said that wrong. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've heard it pronounced both ways, Berliner Weiss and Berliner Weiss. Oh, Berli- so, yeah. Uh, Berliner. I don't know, man. I it's one of those things. Here, you know what I say? Who cares? Who cares? There you go. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 one of those things. I don't want to get too wrapped up in it because it doesn't matter. It, you either like the beer, or you don't. That's my saying. You either like it or you don't. So Berliner Weiss. It, it's a a, a German uh, style beer. Um, it's a sour beer. Uh, it's and it's a it's a sour wheat beer, so I it's an it's an older style. So, but it's it's got the popularity's come. It's made a comeback. It's made a comeback. It has. So here we are. We we've got you know it's a German style beer. Here we got it, uh, it from Atlanta Brewing Company. So this so this beer is the tenth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's the tenth collaboration with the Georgia Aquarium there in Atlanta. Um, and what they do is a portion of the sales goes towards their to Georgia Aquarium's uh, research and conservation efforts uh, there locally and around the globe. So whether it's 
uh, shark research, coral restoration efforts, or, you know, what, what, I, whatever they're looking at, right. The, this beer is help raising money to do those, those things. So, you know, help animals help with the habitat stuff. I mean, on and on. So I'm down. I, this is probably one of the better causes I think out there with, um, beers, you know, I like it a lot. Oh, I, I, I like the cause a lot. I like this one a lot as well. Um, you know, we've featured more than one beer where a collaboration is done and so much of the proceeds go to support a cause. Uh, and I'm always a huge fan of those. Yeah, most of them I think we've done have gone to support the troops or, um, you know, food bank, something similar to that. But here, this is going straight to taking care of the ocean and the environment. Yeah. And uh, I think that's super cool, man, because the ocean life of the ocean, I'm not, I'm not a scientist by any means. But from what I understand, if the oceans go south, if we completely destroy those, it's going to wreck our ecosystems otherwise and on a huge scale. So it's like, yeah. why not take care of it? Yeah. I mean, we can go on and on about conservation, preservation, sustainability, reduce, reuse, recycle. I mean, on and on. So I, did I ever tell you this? Um, so we do a lot of recycling here in this uh, household. And we, there, there was a week where we made one bag of trash in two weeks. Dude, I'm pretty proud awesome. of that. Yeah. I mean, so I know there's a, probably a lot of people out there that have gotten down to like zero waste and whatnot and kudos to them. But, you know, for, for family, uh, doing all kinds of stuff and during COVID era when everything needs to be in plastic and all that, um, we've gotten it down. We keep, finding ways to reduce, reuse, recycle and all that kind of stuff. So it can be done. You know what else can be done is this beer goes into my belly. Yeah, that's a great segue. You know who I was talking to the other day? Uh, I don't, but I'm sure you'll tell me. Jean-Luc. Uh, we had him oh, as a yeah. guest um, a while back. Anyway, so I was, I was talking to him. Um, I, I don't remember if it was... Uh, through texting or Facebook message or whatever it was, right? One of those avenues. I feel like this is a Jean-Luc type beer. I think he would like this. Jean-Luc, if you're listening, I think this is your beer, man. I, I feel like you'd like this. So, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I don't know him as well as you do, but I believe you're right. He's a good dude. He, man, you know when you meet people and you just, you, no matter what, how much you have in common, you just know they're a good person. Yeah. Right. So like, uh, and that's kind of like what, what I'd say with Jean-Luc is like, you know, there, we have some things in common. We, you know, enjoy beer and some other stuff, but, um, he's definitely younger than me and into some different things because of generational stuff. But overall, he's just a good dude and you can sense that. Right. And right. He, the, the energy he puts off, um, and if, and if him, you know, if anybody knows him, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He just exudes, I don't know. Is that a, is that a word or did I just make that up in my it mind? Is. Yeah, okay. No, it's a word. I'm just like, yeah. it came out and I was like, I know what I said, but now it sounds funny. But like, <laughs> it's, it's just like his, he, the vibe he has and the electricity he has and, and all that. Um, he, he lifts up a room, you know, and I know how they say that people say light up a room. I, I think Jean-Luc lifts up a room. I think that that's kind of person wow. he is, but anyway, yeah. so I was talking to him and, you know, um, I just now think when I, when I took this beer, when I drank this beer, I'm like, you know what? I think this is a Sean Luke beer. So 
anyway, what do you, th- what do you think about the beer, Ray? Overall, I'm, I like it. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of sours overall. I've had a good handful that I, I really am in love with. Uh, even like the one that we tried last week, that peanut butter and strawberry uh, jelly hill from mm-hmm. Southern Grist. I really like that sour. I like this one, I think, a little more. Okay. Um, this has the the wheat flavor. For me, it's like, you know, I'm not a Cicerone. I don't, I don't know the beer words. Um, you can tell when you're drinking a wheat beer, right? It just has a different flavor about a different body. Um, yeah. and, and I'm getting that. And I'm also getting some definite strawberry and rhubarb notes, uh, which I'd expect. It's literally printed on the can. It's a tart ale brewed with strawberry and rhubarb. Yeah. And I'm getting that. So with the, the wheat of this and uh, the strawberry rhubarb, and it's not too sour. It's not overpowering. And uh, I, I kind of like it. It's a, it's a nice change of pace from what I normally drink. So I, I like it a lot too, but I'm going to, to me, it this tastes like a Pinot Grigio. Uh, am I saying that right? The wine, no, Pinot, Pinot Grigio? Grigio. Yeah, okay. The white wine? Yeah, so for me, yeah. or or oh, there, there's even another one, and I'm not a wine person overall, so you're gonna have to forgive me on this. But um, Jeremy Lamp, you know Jeremy Lamp, he introduced me to a wine called Electra, which is um, a dessert wine. I think that's kind of where I'm getting this. So I'm going to move away from Pinot Grigio because I think I was wrong. I misspoke. Uh, that that Electra, and I don't even I don't. Even, I'm going to have to look that up too, but so, um, did, did I ever have you try that dude? Yeah. Oh yes. I, okay. I, I use a, a lead Electra. It's an orange moose cat. Um, and it's a Moscato. Okay. Right? So Moscato is the, is a dessert wine. Electra yeah. is the, the folks that make it. Okay. So, so I'm not, so make sure I'm on the right path here. So, yep. I, that's what I'm feeling with this beer. This is what this beer reminds me of. So it's like it's got the wine. yeah. So it's got which is but the the I had different wines. This one's got a little bit of that tartness, right? That the tartness kick. Um. So so when I when I if I'm you know it's been a while since I've had Electra. Um. It just it just the body of it. So it's it's carbonated but not overly done so. So it's, it feels crisp while you're drinking it. And then, so, you know, with the, with the, the medium to light body that the right carbonation, it just, it just feels, it feels nice, right? It's not overpowering in any way. It's not disappointing. It's just very well balanced in that regard. And that's what I'm getting from this along with this light tartness of that, uh, the Electra Moscato wine. So, I like it. I like it a lot. I I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's 4.8%. It's the Jellyfish Jellyfish Berliner Weiss from Atlanta Brewing. They're in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, dude, I'm down with this. I like it a lot. No, I do too. And I'm with you. It, it definitely has a medium body. It is refreshingly crisp. I think it really is crisp. And I think a lot, you know, like just it's on point what you say with the carbonation. It's just it's nice. Yeah. Um, I did I like the color of this. That light purple, if you will, uh pinkish yeah. 
almost like a cranberry juice, right? Which to me is to be expected. Strawberry and rhubarb. It's going to have that cool color. And, uh, and got, it's yummy. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look. I, mine's in a can, so I'm, it's hard to really see it that well. If somebody was looking at me through my window right now, they'd be like, what is he doing? Just staring into this can. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. So dude, I'm going to say I'm going to give this um, like an eight out of ten overall. I think it's a solid beer. Um, I, I could enjoy it. I don't know if I'd go back to it time and again, you know, but I, I, th- I also think this is a beer that you could break out when you've got friends, family over or whatnot. Uh, and, and more people would enjoy it than do not. So I'll say that too. So I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. I think I, I can't, I'm going to have to, I'm going to let you talk about your rating and your food and I'm going to have to come back on the food. Okay. So I would, I'm, I'm with you. I would give it an eight out of 10. Uh, it's a solid beer. Yeah. Uh, I I've been, I've enjoyed it. Uh, it tastes great. You know, we've talked about all those things. Um, it's not one I'm just going to rush back out East to go get. Um, I found these when I was in Nashville a few weeks ago, now, which makes sense. Atlanta is not that far from Nashville. Uh, this is great for sharing with friends because it is such a cool, unique beer. Um, you know, beer with the Georgia Aquarium, you know, the, the awesome can art, that super bright and vibrant jellyfish is on here. Um, so I think it's definitely a, a sessionable beer. Great to have with friends. Um, as far as a food pairing, um, I would, you know, I was kind of hoping to hear what you had to say because I'm not drawing blanks, but I'm like, man, what's a, a food other than like strawberry rhubarb pie to go with this. Cause that's just almost seems too easy. Uh, so I was going to go with like a real sharp cheddar, something or another. And maybe that's just, it. just go with, you know, having a snack tray of some very um, good cheeses. Um, I was just thinking like a, a good sharp cheddar, like in a little cube of it. And you, you can kind of nibble on it. I think it would go well with this. Um, and I wonder what kind of different flavors that it allow you to pick up as well. Oh yeah, I can see that. Um, but that's kind of what so, I'm thinking. I, I don't know, you know, maybe hmm. like a quesadilla or something where there's a lot of cheeses in it, but I, I would, you know, I want something strong with this. I can also, see, you know, what's funny though, is I can also see myself having this with like, um, a cob salad or something like that, you know, where you've got some, you know, a good salad with a lot of different things going on in it or whatnot. And this is kind of a, a medium middle of the road kind of beer that you can kind of go with a lot of different stuff and not overpower anything. So, right. You know, know what, Mike, I, I just had an epiphany. Do it. Tell me. And, uh, this ties in kind of to what you said with the, uh, with the Electra, uh, orange moose cat, that Moscato. Yeah. But I think this is a beer. I would like to have it Thanksgiving dinner. Um, there you go. And and how that all ties in, you know, I wrap a turkey and bacon every year for Thanksgiving. You uh, this will be my tenth year to do that. And uh, I, you know, I don't stuff my turkey with stuffing. I use Fuji apples, cranberry or dried cranberries, craisins, brown sugar, and I soak all that in a full bottle 
of Moscato for two days um, using the Electra Orange Moose Cat. And that's what I stuff inside my turkey before I wrap it in bacon. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and uh, I like to drink some of that Moscato at Thanksgiving dinner. It yeah, just you goes do. well. Yeah, you do. And uh, this beer, like like you said, it does kind of remind me of a dessert wine. And I think this would go great with the Thanksgiving dinner I serve. All right, dude. Sounds good. So, yeah, bacon-wrapped turkey, bacon-wrapped asparagus, bacon in my mashed potatoes. I always fry <laughs> strips of bacon to have on the side. And, uh, yeah, man. Wow, this beer is fantastic with a biggest Ray Ray bacon fest thanksgiving dinner this beer is really good you know what it also is gone dunzo wah, wah, wah. so so much yeah no you said you're done sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no you're but right you know what thanksgiving and everything else coming up everyone always has to have a lot of milk right it just it takes a lot of milk to make thanksgiving dinner So with that in mind, I have a question for you. Sure. Mike. What? Hey, dude. Thank you for being a friend. Down the road with some beer again. My belly's empty. Gonna fill it with a Hefeweizen. Hey, that's, uh, you know what? I think you've got a chance. Yeah, man. America's next top runway dress icon model. I think you should do the um, the uh, singer with the mask on. Oh yeah, yeah. That show's kind of fun to watch. I've never actually watched it. I just seen I've just seen previews. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey Ray, I got something for you yes. too. Oh yeah. Oh, that was crappy. God bless. Oh. That was the worst one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it probably not as bad as you think remember with our with our headphones on what we hear is muffled it always sounds way better um in post and yours sounds great to me um and mine i always think sound like garbage so i hear you drinking though yeah uh so in front of me and i've already got a drink because it was um it needed to be had i've got uh so the beer is called Peter's Chair Pale L. It's from Country Monks Brewing, which is in Subiaco, Arkansas. But it this is a a monastery. Is that the right word? I believe so. Yeah. So, in uh, Subiaco, Arkansas, which is 30, 45 minutes down the road from me, um, it's American Roman Catholic uh, boarding school. Uh, and it's a Benedictine. Is that how you say that? Benedictine? Benedictine? Benedictine. Uh, you won't catch me late on that one. Yeah. So it's a it's a monastery. Anyway, so it's it's not too far away from me. It's um, 30, 45 minutes. And uh, they do a, a variety of things. But one of the things they have is they have an on-site brewery where they you can go there and get uh, cans of beer and whatnot. And so we've been there twice now. Love the people. The people are super nice, all that kind of stuff. So... Uh, we're going to be supportive. Um, so I bought some, some of their beers and this is, this is, uh, the, their pale L and I gotta tell you, I think it tastes pretty darn good. Um, 
what I usually like about pale ales versus like the IPAs and whatnot is they're just a little bit easier drinking for me for the non hop head, non IPA, uh, go getter. This is a beer that's a little bit more easy to, uh, you know, just sit back and relax with, so to speak. Is that making sense? It does. Yeah. These aren't near as hop forward as an yeah. IPA, not near as bitter. IBU counts definitely lower. So it's a big old slurp. Yeah. I'm trying to, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it tastes so good. Um, it's 5.2% ABV. Um, and you can, dude, you can, for, for the listeners out there, this is a pretty cool thing. I want them to go check out. You can go type in country monks brewing or at country monks brewing or whatnot. And uh, you'll see it's called the Subiaco, uh, Academy, uh, S U B I A C O. And, uh, you can get, see a lot of pictures and whatnot, but it's just a, like I said, it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. And, it, and the beer's pretty good. So I'll say that, um, you know, I think what I like to like about it overall is from the smell to the, the taste from front to back. And even telling the aftertaste, it's all just a mellow, it's just mellow overall. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's there's nothing, all the flavors are easy. Um, balanced. I think that this one specifically in this can, um, and I don't know about overall, I think it could use a little bit more carbonation. I think it's a little bit under carbonated, but beyond that, I think that overall it's a very light bodied, easy to drink beer. I think this is a beer you could have several of, and I'll say it just like the one before. I think this is also beer that you could have around and people that aren't craft beer connoisseurs can drink this. Um, people that are getting into craft beer can drink this. So I think it, uh, checks off a lot of those boxes. Is that making sense? Absolutely. It is. Yeah. So, uh, overall I'm going to give this beer a seven out of 10. I think that, um, I'd like to see, I would like to see a little bit more body to the beer. I would like to see a little bit more pronunciation of the flavors for me. Um, and then I would like to see the carbonation a notch or two higher overall. So I think there's a few things I would tweak about it to make it, you know, better for me. That's my opinion only. Right. Um, so anyway, seven out of 10. And then, um, I think what goes good with this beer is going to be any of the grill foods. So if you're grilling hot dogs or, uh, you know, summer sausage or, you know, not summer, you know, like a smoked sausage or whatnot on a grill, or if you're doing burgers or pork chops or something like that, I think this is a good beer to have outside with a grill. So, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, a good hangout beer overall. And then the, the can art. So, uh, the can art, what I'll say is, um, I'll say right up front. I don't think the can art is anything special. It's a, a distant picture of the facility there. Um, the monastery church and all that kind of stuff, the, you know, everything they got going on. I think it's a nice picture. Um, I think people that are going to get this beer aren't getting it for the can art anyway. So I, I don't know if it matters much. Is that, is that making sense? Yes. No, absolutely. So anyway, that's my story and I'm stick, sticking to it. What's well, so, a good story, Mike? Yeah. So tell us about your beer, yo. So I haven't opened it yet. I didn't want to interrupt 
your review with my uh, awesome upcoming can cracking. Yeah. So yeah, let's get after it. I didn't realize you hadn't opened it yet. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're all good, man. I was just trying to be polite. Yeah, you're gonna win it tonight. How did that? Yeah, to come through pretty good. Yeah, that sounded really nice. I've been very nice. Oh. Oh. Is this a man? Beer? I had to lean. I had to lean back before I let that all out. Yeah. Dang, dude. Is it a very good beer? Oh wow, dude! You know when you drink a half of ice and there's it's just. One of those beers, you want it to just taste a certain kind of way. And when you get that, it's just like, yes. I'm doing like, my little oh, my, my. In the air right oh, now. heck yes. Mm. Got to get my Hefe Weizen. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you oh. get like the, the traditional bananas and the clove and all that kind of stuff? Absolutely, I am. Um, yeah, heavy on the banana. Um, okay. Which is a little bit of a surprise. You know, you expect some of the banana, clove, bubble gum stuff to come out with this. Um, I'm not getting a lot of the sweetness out of it, and, and I like that. Uh, but definitely some huge banana notes in this. It's not like eating a banana straight out, but it's it's there. It's very prevalent. Um, this is a really low on the bitters. Um, this yeah. rings in at 15 IBU. It's only 5.5% ABV, so it's a lighter beer. Uh, definitely too. Just after taking a few sips, this is crushable. I wish I'd have bought a couple six packs. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, dude. Um, it's very creamy. It has a nice creamy texture about it. Yeah. And even I'm I'm shoving my nose down the can hole right now. I just really want to <laughs> smell this. Wow. Yeah. Which, no, I've got a nose and a half. It's not getting inside of any can hole. That's what, um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But carry on. Yeah. But, dude, this smells great. Just, uh, man, I love a wheat beer that just in, in those yeast notes. Um, and that that's the wrong. That's the wrong thing. I'm saying the wrong because you get the, the banana clove and, and bubble gum from the yeast, right? You don't really taste the yeast. Yeah. Um, I'm saying it wrong. I, I think, you know, what I'm trying to get at like some of that breadiness, if you will, um, some biscuity. Yeah. Uh, I'm hope I'm using the right terms here to describe what I'm tasting. But I mean, man, it's your, it's your taste buds. You, you just call it like you see it. Right. It's a, and we all know that anyone that's listened to any length of time, they know I, I, I love to drink beer, but I'm not a Cicerone. Uh, I've learned a lot in the year we've been doing this and caveat here, Mike, um, you know, we launched our first episodes one year ago this week. Wow. Yeah. And so, uh, so that's two, we're, we've technically, I mean, I mean, we're almost to the end of season two. That's pretty serious business and uh, doing two seasons in a year. Right. I we're in our we'll second calendar down. year now. Yeah. So by the time this episode airs, it'll be the, towards the end of November, but we yeah. launched our first three episodes, uh, the last couple days of october 2019 yeah dude we're so cool we are so cool you know i just i mean really i mean and and i'm not it's not a brag or a humble brag i just how cool is it that you know we just were like hey we'd really like to do a podcast and have some fun with it and here we are a year, a year later doing it 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, we have visited a ton of breweries. You know, we caught a flight to to Charlotte, North Carolina earlier this year. Yeah, um, we, and your we friend, had more uh, Hoppy Haze there, right? Uh, we did, yeah. Yeah. And uh, dude, we've met so many great people along the way, and, and right? we'll have to circle back to this beer. But dude, we have met so many good people in so many breweries, um, and literally across the country. Not necessarily together. We both travel for our day jobs. Yeah, and uh, I've been coast to coast this year, been in uh, a good number of breweries. It's you know slowed down a lot because of COVID, but I've been able to get out as much as I could and and still be safe. Um, but man, so many great people, and a lot of it was spawned because of uh, this podcast. Yeah, it's broadened my horizon so much, and uh, I love that. So, you know, and I'm going to kind of go along with that is, you know, we've, we've got this podcast and we've had a lot of fun with it. And, um, you know, it's also allowed us for, to connect with people via social media and, you know, just interact with them and talk to them. And, and I've learned quite a bit about different things in the beer industry. Right. And, and it's been, it's been a great experience, man. Just, you know, interacting with people and, talking to people, meeting new people, you know, all the things. And, uh, so if, if it's a bit, it's been a great year. I'll say that it has been a great year and, uh, I'm super happy. Um, I'm proud of us at the same time, you know, made it a year. Uh, I can't wait for us to say we've been in it, doing it two years and three years and so on and so forth, you know? So, uh, overall, I think it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. And thanks for reminding me that we've been doing it a year. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we, it's so easy to get caught up in your day-to-day life and everything else. Um, I mean, so this, this podcast has a permanent home on uh, my Google calendar that, you know, I time block uh, quite considerably. And uh, so this has a forever home on, yeah. on my calendar, you know. Um, so it's something I look forward to every week. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Even if you have a bad day, it's like, you know, come Monday because uh, we record on Monday nights. Um, and it's like, man, it's, uh, just have something to look forward to. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's been good. Awesome. So how many hundreds of beers have we tried, Mike, just on the podcast, not on our own, otherwise posted on Instagram, just the podcast. I don't even know. Yeah. It's it's been a lot. So I'd have to look at the spreadsheet. Um, I think we're pushing 300 in a year between the two of us. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Sounds about right. And and then, you know, you know, you talked about, you know, beers we have on the side or whatnot is um, <laughs> sometimes it's hard to even keep up. Like, cause you know, I've gotten to the point where I don't want to inundate people on social media where they're like, Oh my God, Mike's drinking again, you know, or something like that. Right. But, uh, but at the same time, like, I, you know, I want to share with uh, our folks that we connected with and, you know, and, and talk about the good beers I've had. I mean, there's some really solid hits as far as the beer community goes and I want to share those with everybody. And, you know, it's hard, it's hard keeping up with all that and, uh, you know, post as much as I can and all that, but, you know, going back to it, you know, it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. So, and, uh, anyway, we need to talk about this beer cause uh, we could go on and on about all the things. <laughs> so no, agreed, but no, back to this Hefeweizen from the black horse brewery out of Tennessee. 
and I think they're out of Al- Alcoa. I think I'm saying that right. Alcoa, Tennessee is where they're located. Uh, but dude, it's a killer. Well, beer. Online, online, it said Knoxville and Clarksville. Oh, okay. I'm look. I'm reading that right off the can. Well, the can's probably the most correct. So, so, and maybe Alcoa is a suburb of of Knoxville. I have no idea. I won't pretend to know. Um, I, I found this beer at a liquor store in Nashville, and they had such a huge craft beer selection. It's like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. Um, I, dude, I brought back. I mean, you you saw what I brought. Um, yeah. I stopped by and, and saw you on the way and, and offloaded out of um, my one big box. I think I filled up a smaller one for you. Uh, but, dude, uh, this one, it just stuck out to me. I don't know why. Um, it's the, the can art on this is very simple. I like it. Um, I like the can art on this. Yeah, it's like the, the blue and the yellow. I'm guessing those are, uh, that's yeast. Or What's wheat, that? maybe by looking at it. The that's blue and the, and the gold. It looks like it's a wheat plant. Yeah, yeah uh, which makes sense. It's a wheat beer. Um, I'm not is. a farmer. Agriculture is not my strong suit unless I'm eating. Identifying the plants in their natural environment is not what I do. Um, but yeah, it just it looks clean. It's simple and clean. Um, you know it's a half of Hefeweizen. Big, bold letter, center of the can. And it just has Black Horse Brewery Tennessee Ales on here. Um, yeah. Sometimes the simple things, when done well, are more eye-catching than the super elaborate and bright. No, dude. I, so so I, I, I like it. It's very clean. It's very, you know, forward as far as what they're trying to get, what information they're trying to get to you. Um, so I like it. So, yeah. yeah. So what kind of rating would you give the beer, man? So this, I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10. Um, I very much enjoyed this. This is crushable. Um, my next trip through Tennessee, if, if I see these out, easily going to buy a couple sixers, yeah. um, to bring home. If I see, I'll share. I know you like the, a good Hefe. Oh, dude. Yeah. Y- yes. So, yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. So one of, one of my first beers ever, I think we talked about this in season one. Uh, my first beers outside of the, you know, the. I don't want to call anybody out, but like the big names y'all expect to see, you know, yeah. see in every convenience store. Um, but anyway, a, a half of bison was my first experience outside of that. Um, my friend Ike, which I know, you know, yeah. Um, you know, he spent time in Germany when he was in the army and he was a big fan of half of bison's and, um, we pitched in and had a couple of cases of something. I, I don't even know the name of it now. This is going do, on. Do you still talk ago. to Ike? Because I need to know I something do. about him. I need I, to know something. I do on occasion. Yeah. I need to know if he's a big fan of uh, jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a jerk. I love you. Um. Anyway, long story short, my, my, my first you know, real taste of anything other than that was a Hefeweizen that was imported from Germany. You know, yeah. I thought it was just fantastic. Yeah. So uh, I still love these beers. I love this beer a lot. Um, 8.5 out of 10 in a food pairing. You know, I almost always go to German food with this type beer. And I want to deviate a little bit from that. Because, uh, oh, you know, okay. I love my spatzel. I love those German noodles. I forget what they're called, but I love those German potatoes. Um, you know, I love good Wiener schnitzel or sausage or something like that. Um, but I think with this beer... I kind of want 
um, like a, a chicken dish, like a, a chicken and mushroom type dish, right? With like a okay. heavy cream sauce over some egg noodles. Yeah. And uh, maybe just because it's chilly out now and you're starting to get those heavier foods um, a little more. But I think this beer would go something, definitely something with mushrooms in it. Something very mushroom forward for your okay. for your dinner. I think that would pair really well with this. There you go, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your call. It's up to you. So is that your final answer? Absolutely it is. So you give it an 8.5 and you're going to pair it with some like um, cream and mushroom stuff over noodles? Yeah, with a, with a nice big chicken breast. It's like nice mm. big chicken breast. There you go. Yeah, man. All right. Well, so in, in again, you know, they can go check out. It's uh, Black Horse Brewery. It's out of Tennessee. Go check them out. Um, you can find them on social media, Facebook, website, whatever. Um, so overall, I think um, I, I don't know. I think I think this has been a good episode. What do you feel? How do you feel? About uh, it? Absolutely, I, I feel great about it. I've had two amazing beers. I spent an hour with my best friend. Uh, what, what can be bad about that? Right. I mean, it could be better. We could be eating some wings right now as we talk. Oh, that's true. Tacos. Okay, so there's room for improvement, but it's still pretty (laughs) darn good. No, I agree. Uh, Okay, so to wrap it up, that's that's where my that's where I should go with this is uh, we both had Atlanta Brewing's Jellyfish Berliner Vice. We both gave it an eight out of ten. We liked it a lot. I thought it was a solid beer, Um, and then. Followed it up, I had Peter's Chair Pale L from Country Monks Brewing. Gave it a 7 out of 10. And then you wrapped us up with this episode with Black Horse Brewing's Heffy Weissen. Um, and you gave that an 8.5. Which, again, as always, as you would say, solid lineup. Did a great job. Awesome! Am I right? Yeah, man, absolutely solid lineup. And sorry, I muted my microphone because I just let out the biggest beer burp. You know, I thought that I didn't want to edit that out. <laughs> so we'll, we'll forgive you. Uh, Thank you. Oh, man. So, you know, overall, we had an eight for the Atlanta Brewing uh, Jellyfish Berliner Vice, an 8.5 for the Black Horse Brews or Black Horse Brewings Heffy Vison, and then a seven out of 10 for the Country Monks Peter's Chair Pale L. Solid lineup, Ray. Wrap it up. Will do. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another awesome episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. We certainly do appreciate all the listeners out there that follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please remember to take pictures of your beer and tag us in those photos. We love seeing what y'all are out there drinking as well. While you're looking at our stuff on social media, please remember to look in the notes of this podcast and see the links to the social media and the websites for all the breweries that were featured on this episode. And guys, while you're at it, if you want to support what we're doing, look at us at anchor.fm slash craft beer bucket list. Click on that support button. Show us some love in that way. If you'd like to, we're never going to ask for it, but if you want to, that's awesome. And please, please, please never drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Adios.